Okay, right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking about holidays. And I know this may be a bit of a touchy issue for some, as I do actually have a couple of clients who are currently stuck in Portugal. Um, but, you know, you know <laughs> that's life, I suppose. Um, but the uh, hopefully at some point this summer, we will be able to get some um, some holidays, even if I've tried to pick on these slides as well. I've tried to pick non-foreign looking holiday pictures just in case everyone has to be brutally disappointed. Um, uh, <laughs> so hopefully at some point we'll be getting some kind of ability to go somewhere, maybe potentially somewhere. Um, and if not, then we'll make the most of it here. But either way, I think it's safe to say um, that people will be taking or be looking to take some time off. And uh, it's it's actually it's something that I get asked a lot about, to be honest, and people can get quite sort of up in their head about what it is that they um, should or shouldn't be doing and how it is best to deal with it. So what I've done is I've put together um, a little bit of a, um, a little presentation, a little seminar um, where we're just going to run over the basics, really. We're going to talk about training. Um, and we're going to talk about, you know, whether you should or shouldn't be training. We're going to be talking about nutrition in terms of, well, how do you manage a holiday? Because for a lot of people, myself included, holidays are all about going out to restaurants and eating. So, you know, how, do, how is it that you manage that? Um, and then third thing, we're going to be talking about how you can um, sort of transition yourself back into sort of normal routines as easily as possible. Because I think that's something that, um, that often people get the holiday blues and they you know they get back and they kind of you feel a bit sluggish and all that kind of stuff so trying to get you back into the back into the, gro the groove of thing but we're going to begin with um talking about training which is the big one because this is the first one this is the, the the first thing that everybody always asks me about it's they'll say to me jeff i'm going away should i train while i'm on holiday and all the time because I'm really useful and I like I love giving straight up yes or no answers to questions. Um, I always say, well, possibly. Um, depends. Let's ask some let's ask some questions and then we'll work it out. So the main thing that we need to be thinking about, let's think about this from from a you know perspective of what is the what's the outcome that you're hoping to achieve by training generally, not just on holiday, but why are you training in the first place? Is it because you're looking to put muscle on or you're looking to improve your fitness or you're looking to compete in a certain event and you need to achieve a certain level of athleticism by a certain time, potentially? Um, or is it that you're looking for predominantly uh, fat loss, you're trying to sort of feel you know, slimmer, lighter, uh, leaner, all that kind of stuff? If you're in the former position and you're thinking more about the muscle and more about the fitness, then there is much more of an argument as to why it would make sense for you to continue to to train while you're away. Um, because you are, you know, it's just you can't, you, you, you can't just think your way to getting stronger muscles. Okay. However, if your goal is fat loss, hopefully, if we're all on the same page, and you go back to the very beginning, um, where we talk about the, the sort of the basics of fat loss and how it works. If you're just interested primarily in fat loss, then you'll you'll now understand that the majority of that comes from your nutrition choices. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, I need to train one holiday because I'm going to know I'm going to be eating. Um, and, you know, I need to do something that I so I can feel like, um, you know, I've earned those extra calories and I've earned those extra meals and all those treats, then you really you really are missing the point and you've forgotten the horrible and undeniable truth that exercise doesn't burn that many calories and you can a full hour of exercise 
if you're lucky, you might get, and this is weight training exercise, you might burn five or 600 calories if you're quite big and strong. Um, you could probably get through that much ice cream in about five minutes, maybe less, probably three minutes because it's hot and it's really tasty ice cream. So the chances of you actually being able to offset the, the sort of the, the food choices that you make by exercising are quite low. And actually most of the calories that you burn come from your metabolism um, and to a sort of general low level activity, not from actual formal training. So depending upon the outcome that you're looking for, if your main goal is fat loss, I would suggest the answer is probably no. And if you're going for sort of muscle and fitness, then yeah, potentially you might want to, but we'll come back to that. The other question is, is how much time do you actually spend on holiday? So I used to work um, at a gym in Hampstead and the general clients were all sort of, sort of uh, probably around 50s, 60s, um, usually very wealthy. And the vast majority of them spent about six months out of the country in somewhere sunny, having a lovely time and generally just living the dream. And the theory, what, what they would happen is that they would come back for six months of the year, desperately try to train to get themselves back in shape so they could go back to the beach and then they could not train for another six months, right? That was how it worked. That Everyone was on board with it. That was the theory. As you could probably guess, you can't do that. If you spend six months of your life in Barbados, then you need to start exercising in Barbados, okay? So if you spend a lot of time abroad, then this is something that you're going to have to start to integrate into your, into your holiday routine. You're going to have to exercise. You're going to have to eat differently. If you're somebody who's on your standard sort of 28 day holiday situation, then actually um, you're only spending 7%, I did maths, 7% of your, your year uh, on holiday. That's if you spend every day of your holidays away or abroad or whatever it is that you're doing. These are very different numbers. And if you're spending 7% of your holiday, of your year in, on holiday, I really wouldn't worry about uh, exercising. I just don't think it's necessary. Um, you won't lose any strength. You won't lose any muscle tone. Uh, you won't lose anything in that 7% of the time because we're always trying to come back to the sort of the 80-20 the rule. So you want to be on track 80% of the time so that 20% of the time you can be relaxed. You don't have to worry about it. You can be, you know, chilled and sit at the beach and drink a margarita or whatever it is that you're going to do. And um, you can just generally just enjoy it. You don't need to worry about it. The last thing is, which kind of overrides all of this, is if you're doing it just because you like exercising or because it's been a couple of weeks you're away, you feel like you've been sitting down a lot and you know you just want to do some some exercise you want to move you want to lift some weights you want to because you're then fine then please please go for it okay but if you're if you would rather spend two weeks relaxing because you know that you've been pretty consistent beforehand you've been you know consistently hitting the numbers that you should have been hitting um then you should be able to take a couple of weeks off here and there a week off here and there um and actually really really not worry about it so that's that's kind of the 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 main the main outcome. Now, if you do decide after having listened to all of that, if you do decide that what you want to do is that you want to train while you're away, then the first thing you're going to need to do is you're going to need to scope out a gym. So, if you're at home, if you're and this is if you're not abroad, uh, there's a really good website called www.hustle.com, uh, and basically what it does is it will sell you day passes to gyms anywhere in the country where you can just walk straight in. It's a third party, saves you the faff of having to talk to the gym because the gym will automatically tell you that you can't have a day pass because they'll get you to sign up for a membership because they think that you're desperate and that you'll do anything. Um, whereas actually, in actuality, lots of gyms sell day passes, but don't sell day passes to people that walk in or phone up, but they will sell them through a third party app. Okay, so I don't know why, but 
that's the way it is. So go to hustle.com uh, and scope out of gym. If you're abroad, hustle.com won't work for you. And so in, what you'll need to do is you'll either need, you'll either have a hotel gym, which is good, a hotel gym, which is crap, which is much more likely. Um, a TRX and bands is kind of the minimum that you can really, the maximum you're really going to take with you. You're not going to take dumbbells. You're not going to put a Swiss, a Swiss ball in your suitcase. Um, you know, it's like the, the most you're realistically going to take is a TRX and bands. They can sort of fit into a sort of a, a small little package um, or you're going to do body weight. Now, what I would suggest that you do in that instance, if you do decide to train, is to request a program. So send me a message, Jeff, going on holiday, would like to do a program while I'm away. Here's the situation. Send me a link to the gym if you've got one. Send me a, whatever pictures they've got of the hotel gym. I'll have an idea. Generally speaking, what it is, is it's three treadmills and eight dumbbells, which are all different weights, but you know we'll do whatever it is. Um, and then, or you can say I'm taking my T-Rex or bands or whatever it is, uh, and I'll sort you out and I'll amend your program and I'll get it done. But one word of caution, if you ask me to write you a program to go on a holiday and you come back after two weeks and you haven't done your program once, I'll be livid, okay? Because the number of times I've done this and I've said to people, and they're like, ah, I wanna, I'm going to train every day, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, are you sure when you get there, you might feel differently? And then they go away, they come back and they haven't trained and I've written them a program and I'm just like, come on, work with me here. Just be honest. If you're not going to do it, don't, don't ask me to do it, okay? I don't mind. Everything's fine, okay? So if you, um, if you decide not to train, then just enjoy yourself, okay? I hardly ever train on holiday. I can think in the last, as long as I've been a PT, I think I may have trained three times whilst on holiday. Uh, and all three of those were because I'd spent so much time sitting on my ass, um, not doing anything, and generally just eating too much food that I felt like I needed to do some movement just to get my blood sugar back in order, okay? So that's basically, that was the only reason I've ever done it. Um, I never do it because it's, I think I have to do it. I do it because there's to the gym or like I've got some time and that's the kind of thing that I think is actually, uh, that's the way to do it. But generally speaking, when people say that they're, they've come away, they've trained on holiday, I'm always like, amazing, well done you're already beating me on that one. Okay. So just remember, if you have any questions or anything about this, this is the kind of the framework, but you can always ask me um, and I will give you some more specific advice if you need it. Okay. So that's the training aspect. Hopefully um, there aren't any questions of that. We'll get to that at the end if there are. Okay. Next thing is the biggie, which is food. So I couldn't help it. I had to get something that looked good. Um, this is what this this is the big one. Okay, this is what people also stress about. You know, you've been you've been on track. You've been working on your habits. You've been doing all this kind of stuff, and all of a sudden, you're getting chucked into a completely new environment. You haven't got any routines in place. You don't want to just completely mess everything up. You know that you're going to be with people that are going to be encouraging you to eat. You're going to want to drink, all that kind of stuff. What do you do, and how do you cope with it? Right, and the simple answer is is use the framework that we already have in place. The whole point. The whole reason why I created this framework um, is because this is uh, everybody that I train goes on holidays. People used to do work travel. They don't really anymore um, have social lives, want to be flexible. They don't want to be tied to a meal plan. So this is the perfect time to implement it. OK, so starting from the top. If you're super hardcore and you want to keep working at 100 percent or doing whatever you can then you know macronutrient balance thinking about making sure that you've got the right amount of protein on the plate right amount of vegetables carbohydrates fats balancing them out all that kind of stuff okay for most people that's going to be unattainable okay not for everyone but for most people that's unattainable so if you can't do that then focus on making sure that you're adding in 
high quality, high volume, low calorie foods onto your plate as often as you can. So when you have dinner, just make sure you chuck some vegetables on the plate. Or when you have breakfast, just, you know, a bit of melon or something. I don't know. What do people have for breakfast? Like some fruit or something just to, just to add into it. Okay. That's, that's really important. But you might say, hmm, I don't really fancy that. What I fancy having is this really, you know, this other thing. I can't think of what it is. The first thing that comes to mind is eating an ice cream. There's no nothing high volume, low calorie about eating an ice cream. Okay, right. If you can't do that, then, and this is where most people, I try and advise them to end up on holiday, hunger cues. Okay. Be it, by all means, have an ice cream, have anything, have pancakes for breakfast, have, you know, a big old steak for dinner. I don't know what you want, right? But make sure that you're only having as much as you need to satisfy your hunger. There's going to be another meal. You're, you know, you're going to be able to have another opportunity to actually to sort of, you know, have a nice meal. Take your time, eat slowly, and think about how much you want to eat. Enjoy the food and just eat slowly. And if you can't do that, then you go down to the next level, okay? Which is you're just being mindful and you're literally just focusing on enjoying what you're eating, okay? So try not to multitask while you're eating, okay? So walking, you know, around and sort of eating on the go and grazing as you're walking around looking at tourist sites or whatever, try to limit that as much as you can. But I think for most people, they'll find they'll end up They'll chuck a bit of veg in every now and again, but for the most part, holiday is about making sure that you're listening to your hunger cues and you're making sure that your portion sizes are sensible. And if you do that, then you should have a pretty good, um, you know, result when you get when you get back. Because actually, putting on fat is 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 it's not as it's not as easy as everyone thinks it is. Okay, it actually does take a little bit of while. And it takes quite a lot of it takes quite a lot of effort to consistently overeat to put weight on. You can put on a lot of body weight in two weeks, but not necessarily you're going to be putting in a lot of fat. And I'll explain why. Okay. So when you get back, if you're, oh, I've done this backwards, but I'll do this this way. If your, um, if your return was not as good as expected, then as in, for example, you feel like you've been listening to your hunger cues, you've been chucking in some veg here and there, and you feel like you did pretty well, but you get back and you put on, I don't know, five pounds or something. The, then the thing I want you to bear in mind is this very, very likely a lot of it is going to be water retention because of what happens when you're on holiday. When you're on holiday, you eat different foods to what you normally eat, and that will affect your digestive system. You won't process food as quickly. You won't be as good at digesting it, and it will pass through you more slowly. And to put it nicely, you'll still be full of it. Okay, so it'll take a little while for you to, to, to get through, to get back to your normal routine, um, and that will affect your weight. The other thing as well is alcohol does the same thing to your digestive system. Um, it actually, because alcohol is quite inflammatory, it can help you to, it can force you to retain water. Flying, jet lag, both have big effects on stress, um, which can basically mean that you're you're more likely to, to regain water. And obviously, you will have had to have a Toblerone on the way back. Okay, so that's also going to be taken into account, and Toblerone calories in airports don't count. Okay. Other way is that if it went better than expected, which actually this happens more often than you'd think, is that people go away on holiday and they say to me, "Oh, Jeff, oh, it's going to be terrible. I've absolutely, I've, I've been all over the place, um, and I, I think it's going to be terrible." And they get back, and actually, it turns out it's not as bad as they thought it was. And there's a few things that I've sort of, I've, just, I've sort of come up with in terms of why this is the case. I think. A lot of people don't graze as much as they normally do when they're on holiday. I mean, sure, if you're, if you're sitting in an, an all-you-can-eat, um, you know, what, the, what do they call them? I forgot what the word is now. Somebody help me out. What are they called? 
where you, you have everything all inclusive that's it when you're in an all-inclusive restaurant uh, or all-inclusive hotel or something and you you know you, you might be eating more but generally speaking you stick to meal times because food isn't just freely available like it is if you're working at home or if you're sort of in the office or something um, and actually you're 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 more structured with your meal times people tend to walk a lot when they go on holiday um probably more so than they would in their day-to-day -day life they do other stuff they do activities um like it might be i don't know going swimming or whatever it is stress is low and as a result the stress eating kind of gets eliminated um and the food availability is is just different it's just you know the things that you're you're used to um you're used to reaching for aren't available because all the food is different so you don't necessarily you don't necessarily snack as much so even though you do feel like you're you know you're 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 doing well for yourself in terms of eating you're you know you 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 may find that actually when you come back things go a bit better than you'd expected so if that does happen to you well if either of these happen to you make sure that you you sort of you learn from it and um and you you know you can then adjust next time okay um so to sort of in summary excuse the pun, um, don't feel pressured <laughs> into, um, into training on holiday, okay? A lot of people feel this need to, um, to do that training because they feel like they have to keep it going if they break their streak or whatever it is. Don't feel pressured into training on holiday. If you want to do it, and if it suits you, then do. Just be, um, just be intelligent about it and make the right choice based on your circumstances. In terms of food, eat according to the level that you want and make sure that you're intentional with your decisions. So whatever it is that you decide to do and whatever it is that you think will work for you, just stick to it and make sure that you're, you're, you're being conscious. Don't go off the rails. Think of a dimmer switch as opposed to an on off switch. And then when you get back, just pick up where you left off with regards to your habits. And I think this is the thing is that whatever it is, try your best to, to prepare yourself so much in such a way that when you get back, things are as easy as possible to get back into your previous routine. You know, people generally, they'll try and, you know, tidy the house and stuff, but putting some stuff in the freezer to eat, making sure that you've got a shopping list written up or a delivery coming in with some good food. These kinds of things can really help you to sort of reestablish previous routines. Um, and then just let your measurement settle. But you will find that as you get back into your old lifestyle or into a normal lifestyle, that your, your measurements and stuff will become a lot, will probably normalize. And then the, the true effect of whatever it is, whether it's up or down or left or right, whatever it is, will, will become more apparent after a week or so. Don't panic and make any sort of, um, sort of you know, reactive decisions. Okay. Um, and that's it. And that's basically the whole lot. So what we'll do is uh, we will go for some questions, see if anyone's got anything they want to ask about that. Um, and then thanks very much.